and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. This is going to be a short episode, though I'm going to cover some pretty serious stuff. I do have some things to talk about uh, that I could really not only talk about here, but uh, that'll make sense when I get to it. Uh, but there are only two things on the list you cannot see. So it's a good news, bad news scenario here. Uh, good news, we might have a lead on some advertising interest on our website. Um, so thank you all for the people that go to the website, click on the RSS, or go to our Facebook and click on the About Us button thing and end up on our website. Um, you're helping our shows remain free, you're helping us possibly buy more equipment to make better shows and able to supplement some income to afford some of the uh, people on the network to work on better products and stuff like that. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I will update you uh, as I find out more. See, that was just, that was the good news. Um, I mean, I'm glad we're getting to that level, uh, and that's all I really have to say about that. The bad news. Um, and the reason I couldn't bring this up in real life um, at the time was because it would have seemed narcissistic. I know some people that listen to this might be giggling a little when I say that, but um, at the time it wasn't about me. Um, I had to focus on someone else uh, and show empathy. You can hear it's it's it's, it's a grave thing. Uh, no one's dead. No one's dead. Um, didn't mean that for to be a pun, you know. So I I wanted to kind of have my reflection here on the show about it, um, where I'm allowed to turn the conversation to myself and my experiences and my feelings as opposed to shunting them off to the side so that um, someone else can, you know, have my full attention, which is more than fine. Um, long story short, uh, this is about Gonzo, who was the uh, former co-host of Shooting the Gap, our um, sports podcast that went, took a hiatus and is pretty much canceled for reasons. Gonzo and I had a falling out late last year, right around uh, September, October, I believe. I don't know if I talked about it on the show. It's, it's been that long. It's been, you know, almost six months. And uh, we had a falling out, and he was in definitely in the wrong. You know, I, I do believe I talked about this. Long story short, uh, he was drunk and violent and verbally abusive, physically abusive towards me, and I was like, I don't need this in my life. And... We're done being friends. And he texted me the next day and said, you know, all I can do is apologize. I always have your back and I'm so sorry. And I, you know, and I haven't talked to him since then. Um, so like I said, six months ago, did this all happen? Gonzo's always had a problem with drinking. And I know I've had problems with drinking in the past. Basically, in a, in a nutshell, Gonzo was drunk, very, very drunk, and did something very stupid uh, and landed him in the hospital, uh, to the point where they had to, uh, intubate him, which means that they have to have a breathing tube put in him. Um, they have to sedate him for that and keep him under heavy sedation so he doesn't, like, tear at it when he becomes semi-conscious. He has broken several bones, fractured several others. Luckily, there's no spine damage. He did have a concussion that was resulting in, um, bleeding in his brain, but that has been, um, that has stopped. Um, there was some internal injury, blood in the ear and stuff like that. So, I mean, there's, you know, definitely some um, soft tissue damage in internally. No cuts or bruises that I could really see. 
All the damage was internal by the way he fell um, from, you know, what we think is two to three stories off of a building because he's an idiot. This, so I I couldn't really, I'll go back to the preface about not being able to talk about this when when I went to the hospital to see him. Um, And I, I did that because no matter what happened between us, I would never wish that kind of harm on anyone ever. I know that if the situation was reversed, um, he would be there for me. And, you know, even in his darkest moments and our darkest moments together, he's still a friend, ultimately. He and I have been through a lot. So, but I couldn't really reflect on how it made me feel in in terms of reflection Um, in terms of looking back to how I used to be when I drank heavily and, you know, made dumb decisions, not falling off buildings, you know, but the focus was Gonzo and his family who was with him and our friends who were there watching over him and talking to him and cracking jokes and asking him if he had seen any good movies. He's, you know, been basically in a drug coma for, uh, like three days. So, and, you know, talking to the doctors and, and seeing, you know, what the prognosis was and, you know, what happens afterwards and talking to his family about how they can take care of the bill and, you know, what services we can start to work to get him under. I offered my services in terms of, you know, uh, trying to help any way I can. But it, it it gave me a glimpse of a future that could have been. You know, I, I went through a bunch of extreme therapy and I talked about that last couple of weeks with pre and post Vatican Doug and Gonzo's never had that. And I know he needed it still needs it. Um, cause obviously his coping skills are, are not great. And I referred to him to the guy and he never took advantage of it. Um, and I think he was scared. Um, I told him about, you know, basically you're a well full of poison water and you got to get the poison out and it's not fun. Um, you're, it's going to be, you're going to get sad. You're going to get angry. You're going to feel ashamed and embarrassed and no one wants to feel that way, you're going to feel depressed. And you don't think you're going to make it out on the other side. And then through the therapy, you find out that you can survive and you find self-worth, self-love, confidence, and, you know, the ability not to sweat the small stuff and realize you can always make it out the other side of whatever it is. And and I hope that this experience, you know, changes him for the better makes him realize he needs to make some changes in his life because really change is scary until not changing is scarier, but hope is nothing without willpower. I mean, these are things that not only did I, you know, bring up in therapy or got brought up to me, but uh, I brought up that, you know, hope is nothing without willpower, which admittedly is from a green lantern comic, but it's very true. Hope is nothing without willpower. You have to have the willpower to see the change through. Um, and some people don't have that. Um, actually, Almost everyone has that. It's You just don't know it, or you do. And sometimes it takes a push, or a fall in this case, um, to find out that you do have that. So, it, it, like I said, it showed me kind of a future that could have been where maybe I would have kept going down a dark path. And, you know, luckily in, in, in my days with all of that, I, I was lucky that I didn't hurt myself. I did hurt other people, um, which I feel still, you know, terrible about, but I've made, I've made my peace with it as much as I can. But it, it, it was something where I'm like, it, this could have been me. And when I said, you know, I 
you know, if I were in that bed, that hospital bed, being pretty much kept alive with machines for the time being. I mean, it's very short term, hopefully. You know, he'd be here for me. So, I mean, I don't think it's a huge leap to say that, that it could have been me in that bed had I not gotten the help I didn't know I needed. Um, luckily, my, you know, kind of come-to-Jesus moment wasn't as severe as 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 Gonzo's, but uh, you know, I wish him I wish him well. I wish him a speedy recovery. Uh, I it won't be. It's gonna be weeks and months of um, physical therapy and, and rehabilitation, unfortunately. So, and I'm and I think he's gonna have resulting legal problems uh, after he you know starts feeling better physically. So, but I'm there for him. Um, that's that's really all I can do, and. I, we really made it a point that when we were talking to him, whether he could hear us or not, that despite his shortcomings, despite how he treats people sometimes, that we are friends and we all have each other's backs. We're that modern family where you get to choose who your family is. Um, and we have that circle of close friends. So, you know, but it was, it was, it was sobering uh, to see him laid up like that. And, uh, you know, we made jokes and the nurses were making jokes and it, 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 it was nice. Um, I mean, not seeing him that way, but I mean, to have him, to make him, I hope make him hear us and, and have him feel like he was right there with us as we joked and talked about movies and books and, you know, bullshitted about our lives, you know, some of us haven't seen each other in months, and, you know, unfortunately for the circumstances, this brought us together, but, you know, it was one of those, we wanted to make him feel like he was there, um, awake or not. So, but, you know, like I said, I, I couldn't bring up, you know, how this made me feel, because I'm, I'm sure, you know, with, like I said, with the closest of my friends, I would say, like, this is how it's making me feel. You know, and they would go, yeah, no, like, you know, this is how I feel. And it's like, we would have that outpouring. But at the time, it was just so jarring that I was like, we need to focus on what he needs um, and put ourselves aside for at least a couple hours a day, you know, or until I come here and, and, and uh, record this. So, like I said, we wish him a speedy recovery. Hopefully he not even learns his lesson. I hope that this is... He literally hit rock bottom. We were kind of making jokes about that. That, uh, you know, he literally hit rock bottom. And hopefully he picks himself up and uh, figures out what needs to change and changes it and has the strength. And he has an amazing support group. Uh, my friend um, Justin and I were talking about this. That he's got an amazing support group around him who want to help him. And he never takes advantage of that because he doesn't want to feel embarrassed or he doesn't want to feel like he's asking for anything and it's like no we're offering you don't need to feel shame about that or embarrassment and I know I've dealt with not wanting to ask for help it's like well I want to do it myself or I don't want to lose face in someone's eyes I don't want them to have to look down on me or, or feel indebted um, but that's not the way it works if people are there to help you it's hopefully unconditionally so um, we're going to be there unconditionally for him, for whatever he needs. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's, it's trying uh, physically. Um, it's taking its toll uh, emotionally as well. 
Um, it doesn't help that I've had such a weird schedule at the day job, but that seems like such a silly thing to bring up at this point. Uh, I'll probably talk about it next week. You know, and, and like I said, it, it's trying on my soul in terms of how it makes me feel with, at, at that point, just yesterday, like not really feeling comfortable with like an outpouring of, of, of my own stuff. So I'm glad I've got this and maybe I'll, you know, I, I made a joke where I'm like, Gonzo, you got to wake up because we're going to be podcasting about this and turn this into a podcast. I turned everything into a podcast and, you know, we all laughed, but I'm glad, I, I'm glad I've got this. Uh, so I can get it out. Um, not that I don't have people I would call about this. It's, I mean, I absolutely do as well. Um, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm short on time this week because of that weird schedule thing. So, on that note, from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses. And from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug. Good night, Internet. And be safe. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like D20 Proof, Knapsack Comedy, and Mr. Right. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.